TCN Mornings, a brief daily presentation for kids and parents, starts in three, two, one. The choice is yours, so choose with care. Hey there, I'm Jim Lord. To help or hurt, to keep or share. And we're on now. You'll find the world's not always fair. Oh, we can help change that, right? But kindness is the answer. Here on TCN Mornings and Everywhere. Hey kids, hey parents, it's Wednesday, the 20th day of July, and today is National Moon Day. National Moon Day on July 20th is all about the day man first walked on the moon in 1969. It was on July 20th, 1969, that Apollo 11 carried the first humans to the surface of the moon. Six hours after landing on the moon, Neil Armstrong climbed out of the landing module and onto the surface of the moon. He spent two and a half hours outside the spacecraft. Buzz Aldrin soon followed. The two men collected nearly 50 pounds of lunar material that they could then bring back to Earth to be analyzed. And it was all live on television, watched by people all over the world, including me, as it happened. July 20th, 1969. What an exciting day that was. Well, it's not quite birthday time for our beginning of a famous hero today, but we do have a story about the first man on the moon, Neil Armstrong. His birthday is actually on August 5th, not too far away. But I thought it would be good to share that with you today on this National Moon Day. So here we go. The story is called The Neil Armstrong Story, and it starts right now. A hero is a person who does special things to help others. Every hero starts out as a child, and every child can choose to become a hero. The Character Network presents The Beginning of a Famous Hero. Neil was only two years old when his father took him to the National Air Races in Cleveland, Ohio. That was all the way back in 1932, but even then, Neil knew he liked airplanes. While he was still very young, he began doing his share of the family work by mowing the yard, weeding the garden, and washing clothes. When Neil and his parents weren't working, his mother spent many hours reading to him. Neil loved books, and when he was in the first grade, he read 90 books. Also, when he was in the first grade, his father took him on his very first airplane ride. And soon after that, Neil started building model airplanes. He also had a great interest in science and math, and he started studying about stars and planets. He loved looking through a telescope at the night sky. When he was old enough, Neil worked hard to earn enough money for flying lessons. And on his 16th birthday, he got his pilot's license. Later, Neil became a pilot for the United States Navy, and after that, a test pilot for the Air Force. Then, he joined the space program, and the rest, as they say, is history. Very important history, because young Neil, Neil Armstrong, worked hard and studied hard to prepare himself, and because he made good choices along the way, he had the opportunity on July 20th, 1969, to become the very first man ever to walk on the moon, he became 
a hero. I'm Jim Lord. That's what I know about the beginning of this hero, and I know that you can become a hero too. I think it is so interesting that the day before yesterday was Richard Branson's birthday, and we did a story about him. Richard Branson had just turned 19 years old two days before Apollo 11 landed on the moon, and that was certainly part of his inspiration to one day own his own space program for private citizens. But right now, back to Neil Armstrong, you... uh, You heard that Neil did his share of family work when he was young. What do you do to help your family around the house and yard? Also, building model airplanes was Neil Armstrong's hobby when he was growing up. What is your favorite hobby? And finally, Neil kept his focus on things he wanted to accomplish all through his life, beginning in his childhood. What kinds of things do you want to accomplish in your life? Just some things to think about as you go through your day today. Well, just ahead, another visit with my old Irish pappy. Also, the question of the day and a reflection of your future. It's all coming up right here on this Wednesday edition of TCN Mornings. But right now, let's talk about how we might provide these stories for your school this fall. You know, over the past 22, actually coming up on 23 years now, these stories have been played during morning announcements in hundreds of schools around the country. Each story is about two minutes in length, and they are typically played twice a week. A story from the beginning of a hero series on Tuesdays, and a story from the beginning of a famous hero series on Thursdays. So if you think your school would like to participate, just have your principal or counselor write to jim.lord at tcnmornings.com or go to tcnmornings.com and click Membership. So let's start with a visit to the memory of my old Irish pappy. And as always, there's not a day that goes by when I don't remember something my pappy taught me. It was Booker T. Washington who said, If you want to lift yourself up, lift somebody else up. Yes, and pappy also said, Never try to lift yourself up by putting someone else down. There's a lot to think about in those words, isn't there? And here we go with the question of the day. We talked earlier about the moon landing on July 20th, 1969. The uh, rocket ship that took the three men to the moon had several sections, each having a specific purpose. Some of the sections contained fuel and rocket engines and fell back to Earth in the ocean. Their purpose was to get the other sections into orbit and eventually to the moon. Once they left Earth's orbit, they traveled to the moon and entered lunar orbit. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin entered one of the sections, and uh, Michael Collins stayed in another. So your question is, what did each of these sections do, and what were they called? What did each of these sections do, and what 
were they called? If you know, email your answer to myanswer at tcnmornings.com. Tell us your first name, your city and state, and of course your answer. And the first correct answer will be featured right here tomorrow. That email address again is myanswer at tcnmornings.com. So about the question from yesterday, yesterday we talked about the fact that Ellen Church was the first woman flight attendant, and uh, it was she who came up with the term stewardess. This was in the year 1930. Before that, all flight attendants were men, and uh, they were called stewards. So here's your question. Who was the first male flight attendant, and when did he become an airline steward? Well, Braden from Clearwater, Florida, said the first reported known flight attendant was in Germany. His name was Heinrich Kubis, and uh, that it was in March of 1912. And Braden, that's right, so thank you for your answer. But think about this. The first passenger airplane flight was not until 1914, not 1912, and it only had one passenger. The first airline to carry passengers on a regularly scheduled flight was in 1926, not 1912. So how could Heinrich Kubis be a flight attendant or steward as they used to be called. How, how could he have done that in 1912? Well, at that time, Germany did have a passenger airline, but it wasn't with airplanes. It was with dirigibles. A dirigible is a long, rigid airship that was filled with uh, gas lighter than air, so it floated. And um, at that time, they were filled with hydrogen but hydrogen can explode. So later they started filling them with helium. Dirigibles had uh, passenger cabins attached to the bottom of them, and some of them were actually very nice, and only rich people could afford to fly in them. Okay, a deeper look into your future is just ahead, and I, well, I will see you tomorrow for the Thursday edition of TCN Mornings right here. On the Character Network. Up next, a reflection of your future for deeper thinkers. Dedicated to teaching positive personal vision for today's young people, the Character Network presents Jim Lord. One of the most effective merchandising techniques in the world today involves placing miscellaneous items in very visible areas of stores. Retailers depend highly on impulse buying. We've all bought things at one time or another, basing our purchases strictly on how we felt at the moment, haven't we? And later we laughed at ourselves for ever having done such a thing. Often, though, people make major decisions based entirely on emotion. That can be disastrous. There are so many adults out there who regret with every fiber of their being that they chose not to stay in school when they had the opportunity to go to school. They struggle every day just to pay the bills and have little or no hope for a better future. They realize now that there is no good reason for dropping out of school and that their choice was based only on how they felt at the moment. 
Of course, dropping out of school is just one example of bad choices based on emotion. Life is full of other examples. Emotional decisions just don't work. For the Character Network, I'm Jim Lord with a reflection of your future. This has been a presentation of TCN, the Character Network. TCNmornings.com.